This is exactly right. This is a really short episode that gets you through your week. Uh, you guys send us your hometown murders or your whatever town murders or your whatever town incident right. incidents that exciting things, weird things. Weird things. I'm still loving it. We Every once in a while we'll get something. Did you see the um, picture of the girl who went for Halloween as the Swiss cheese pervert? Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite pictures. I adore that girl, whoever what? she is out there. An amazing person. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best. God There's bless. All kinds of stuff out there. If you really look hard enough. <laughs> and if you have some stuff like that, we want to know about yep. it. Yeah. We won't judge you. We'll judge you. <clears throat> but not in a mean way. Uh, are you ready? You want to yeah. go? You want to go? go first? Okay. Mm, this one is called I unknowingly played fetch with human bones No Yes Hi Georgia, Karen, Stephen, Elvis, and Mimi Your podcast has helped me through sleepless nights And terrible postpartum depression With oh. my first baby And you guys are truly my sweet baby comedy murder angels <laughs> So I think it's time to officially write to you And vetted by Stephen About my hometown murder I'm from Morgana, California Have you ever heard of that? No Morga- Morgana a very affluent suburb well, east well. of Berkeley. I've only heard of Morgan Hills. It says Morgana. You know what? It's so affluent. I've never heard right. of it. We they don't want us to know about we it. We would never. I wonder if it's near Blackhawk or something like that. Never heard of that either. Sorry. How <laughs> how far away from Berkeley? It says a suburb. I uh, know. I'm sorry. It says an affluent suburb east of Berkeley. Oh, okay. It's in the hills, I bet. Probably. Morgana. Affluent. Okay. Uh, I just found out the house I grew up in is directly next door to the house once owned by serial killer Philip Hughes. Um, POS Philip killed teenage brunettes because he got dumped by a brunette in high school and never got over it. Um, he wanted... No, it's because he was a serial killer. <laughs> I mean... He wanted to murder said Burnett, but thought he would be too obvious a suspect, so he decided the lookalike would have to suffice. His deranged wife would pick the victims for him. Whoa! This was in the early 70s, almost 15 years before we moved into town. Philip used to bury his victims' body parts around the foothills of St. Mary's College and Mount Diablo. Um, however, he would save, quote, trophies of his victims, including bones and body parts. His only, he only got caught because his lunatic wife turned him in because she was, all caps, jealous of his intense obsession with his victims. Oh, no. Oh, honey. What the fuck? She got immunity for her testimony. (laughs) Devil, what the fuck? Fast forward a few decades, and I'm a teenager and would pet sit for the lovely young family that moved into his dick, moved into Dick Lick Phil's old house. Um, since it happened decades prior, no one knew about Philip Hughes and that it was his house. The neighbor's dog was a rambunctious yellow lab named Bear that would dig up anything and everything in the backyard. Uh-oh. I mean, since there's a huge open space of wildlife, our house is backed up to, I assume the bones Bear dug up were many deer, possum, foxes, raccoons, skunks, etc. that inhabited the hills and fields. So I would sit in the backyard and play fetch with Bear and do homework. Maybe smoke a little herb because I was a teenager with a house to myself. <laughs> uh, it was only until recently I discovered the history of Philip Hughes, where he lived and that some of those bones 
were possibly some of his keepsakes he kept buried in his yard. Yes, I played fetched with human bones and then let the dog chew slash eat them. Side note, my dad was a federal prosecutor at the time and is now a superior court judge in Contra Costa County. This is where we're going to call him and get arrested. Um, <laughs> and it never occurred to me to mention this to him since I thought they were all wild animal or store-bought bone, dog bones. And I was afraid he'd find out I've been smoking weed while watching the dog. I did eventually tell him now that I'm 35... I don't smoke weed, and all murderinos know that if you find a body part, tell someone. <laughs> no one will be mad at you that you trespass on a lord's on a lord's land. Oh, love you all. Stay sexy. Don't get murdered. If if you find body parts, call your dad. So she didn't know at the time. No, like this is looking back and yeah. going, but she also doesn't have proof they were his or even human. But it's just there's a good chance. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And this is from Lindsay. Thank you, Lindsay. That's. So creepy. What so also, creepy. what a creepy question mark to have from yeah. your past where you're like, kind of high, maybe touched a femur. And then like, a, oh, shit. That's rough. Also, I've never heard of that serial killer. I've never heard of that town. Maybe she made the whole area. thing up. <laughs> Maybe I'm asleep right now. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, mine, this subject line is lighthearted Southern hospitality for SWAT team. <laughs> Steven, Karen. Okay, Steven's name going first is someone who's clearly Steven trying to play you to get their email picked. Steven and made all of these up. And we know you made up a fucking town. He's he's writing all of them. It's like, no, Morgana is made up. Yeah. Okay. Um, Steven, Karen, Georgia, Elvis, Mimi, and Karen's dog. Aw, I love when people include the dog. I actually have to say... In the last couple times we've done minisodes, I have felt left out because now that it's the roll call uh, and it's Elvis and Mimi are on every time. Especially because Mimi's not really part of it. Yeah. and But she's now, now part she of it. Is, yeah. And then I'm like, well, I, I do also have two pets. Well, people, people will name your pets in there. You can throw Frank and George in there. Steven just added in every time <laughs> so that she doesn't feel bad. To your fake emails. Yeah. Um, and just remember, George is a girl. Okay. Wait, I'm a girl? <laughs> George is, is a girl. Got <laughs> it. Uh, okay, lighthearted Southern hospitality for the SWAT team. Okay. Thank you all. I'm not going to read that whole thing again. Thank you all for creating the Murderino culture. Oh, we did not create it. We we merely rode the wave of mm-hmm. it. We live it. We it don't. has been here for years yeah. before us and will be years <laughs> after. It's always existed inside of you. <laughs> Just like um, shingles. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the the uh, Epstein by virus. I don't know. That doesn't good. Um, Steven. Steven. Okay. Thanks for creating it. Blah, blah, blah. The world needs it. That's very true. Um, here's my short and sweet story. Hailing from the humid hellhole of Boca Raton, Florida, <laughs> my college town. Uh, shameless plea. Please do a live show in Florida, please. Guess what? Okay. Teaser. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, it says we're all a little crazy and carry deodorant and hairspray in our purses, but we can be fun, too. <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome to me. <laughs> okay. It was the end of the semester. My roommate and I lived in a small house situated within a neighborhood mainly consisting of degenerate college kids and all-around sketchballs. <laughs> I was in my room doing something unmemorable when I heard my roommate start losing her shit and ran into the living room where I saw she was crouching down beside the window, peeking outside. Uh. I dropped to the floor and army crawled over to her because that's what I felt was appropriate to do at that moment. 
<laughs> I love it. There was a fucking scene at the house directly across from ours. The entire SWAT team had mobilized. Guns aimed at the house, <sighs> poised behind their vans, in the middle of the street, making a serious fucking plan. God, that's exciting. I'm like, it's so exciting. Yeah. Um, about three minutes later, we would learn that their plan was to stake out this house from the best vantage point possible. Our no. fucking living room in all caps. No. Uh-huh. When five members from the twe- team made their way to our side door, we literally lost our mind. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Knock, knock, knock. But I love that that's, that's the way I use literally, which is yeah. incorrect. We literally lost our minds. <laughs> they slipped out of our ears and onto the floor. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> they were intimidating as hell in their vests and helmets, mm. but they were as chivalrous as Aww. Disney princes. Aww. We learned that the man in the house, uh, that the man in the house, oh, across the street, was holding his family hostage <gasps> at gunpoint. Oh, no. Somehow his son was able to break away and call 911, which got the ball rolling with SWAT. Note, the next day I heard uh, that this was provoked by a dispute over the son's Xbox. Also, no one died. The man ended up surrendering after a few hours. Anyway, they explained that they were commandeering our house and we, and would have to escort us out through the backyard. FYI, they created a human shield around us as we ran to safety outside of my neighborhood. Uh, my roommate clutching her miniature schnauzer to her chest, their guns cocked toward the house, shouting commands to each other. Oh my God. That is the hottest thing. Of all time. And then the bodyguard song started playing. What's the bodyguard song? And I... Uh, yes, <laughs> that one. Um, thank, thank you for queuing me up. You I really was like, are, I knew that what it was, but I was like, <laughs> someone not me sing it. You, you, you're like a stage mother in that way of like, yeah. and what's the song? What's the song, Karen? Give me a couple bars. Then I fucking pull this mic off this mic stand and just like... <laughs> Well, I didn't know there was a spotlight in my loft, in the podcast <laughs> oh, loft. I brought it with me. Oh, great. Uh-huh. Great, great. Um, this is l- literally one of the most surreal moments of my life. But what made it that much crazier was that the SWAT team spent the afternoon in our shitty Goodwill furniture clad living room, huh. where a huge composite photo of our entire sorority hung, drinking water from red Solo cups and maybe occasionally glancing at the TV that we had turned on to E!, Lots and lots of love, C. That's the best story. Wow. Beautifully written, C. Mm -hmm. Hilarious. Great job. No one died. Exciting. It's almost like an aspirational email. Yeah. Who gets to see that kind of thing? It's so exciting. We're moving to Boca. So cool. (laughs) We got to go to Boca. Yeah. If you live in Boca and you are a member of the SWAT team and by chance we do a live show somewhere near there, we'd love to meet you. Yeah. Yes, we want you to escort us on stage in the same manner. We'll run, we're going to get a miniature schnauzer just for fun. We want full, full SWAT. Full regalia. SWAT. Full SWAT. Listen, that's such a good entrance. Yeah. Fuck it. When what is playing, Karen? Um, and I, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There. I almost you, missed my cue. There you go. Okay. Ready for a creepy tree man story? Yes. Hey, ladies and Steven. 
So it wasn't cats or dogs either. So it's yeah. fair. Everybody's it's fine and fair. Yeah. This technically isn't a murder, but I know you like some weird, creepy stuff. So I figured I'd share it with you. Hell yeah. I just moved to Indianapolis from upstate New York and I just missed you guys when you were here. I lived in the town of Greenfield, New York when I was in elementary school. So my exact interpretation of this is super different than what was explained to me later in life. So one night when I was about eight years old, I decided to be brave and sleep with my blinds open. That's so weird. Oh, God. kids are so the the reason people make kids make decisions yeah reasoning um as i was falling asleep i remember seeing a hooded shadowy figure leaning against the one tree in my yard so i freaked out and told my mom and she told me i had an overactive imagination but she still opened the front door and didn't see anything she urged me back to bed and after a few minutes as i was laying in bed i looked back out the window and sure enough he was still there <sighs> i eventually just closed my blinds and fell asleep now now, that same exact weekend, I remember suddenly having to spend the weekend with my grandmother in Saratoga and was never given a reason until I was a teenager and brought it up in conversation with my mother. Mm. She told me that the reason I had to stay with my grandmother was because apparently our landlord was stalking my mother and would let himself into our apartment in the middle of the night and watch her sleep. Holy shit. Turns out this wasn't the first time something has happened like this with with the guy and he had done it with previous tenant as well. I'm not really sure what happened with the guy and my mom never really talked about it again or wanted to talk about it. But we moved very shortly after the incident. So there really was a fucking dude in the yard. Yep. I hope you. And also the mom knew there really was. And she was like, she opened the door. That scares me. Oh, God. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this dose of creepy and I look forward to every episode every week. Can't wait to see you guys live soon. Also, hey, Elvis, what up, cat? <laughs> Stay out of the forest, Adam. Wow. wow. That's the worst, best, worst. Stalkers. I don't, ugh. Like, I get, I have nightmares about having a stalker. Because it's just like, you have no control. Right. I kind of had one. Did you ever have a stalker? Like, stalker, stalker? I doubt it. <laughs> You just didn't notice. I seriously doubt it. Were you ever a stalker? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Do you ever think about that where it's like people are like, oh my God, my ex-girlfriend totally stalked me. And then you're like, you know, I did some shit when I was like 21. I was in love. Yes. That like absolutely could have been judged as stalkery. Yes. Well, I mean, in high school, I used to drive by. Sure. I made Patty Riley drive me by Mike Conyers' house. See if we could see in his front window. I did that too with those same people that you just (laughs) named that I can't remember. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely sent some fucking obsessive pages paging people. Oh, damn. Did one, you 911 page? 143, 143. Remember that was I Love You? Did you have a pager? Nope. Oh, I had a pager. <laughs> That's when you were a surgeon? I was a drug dealer. Surgeon. <laughs> I was a drug dealer surgeon. <laughs> well, Coming this fall to Fox. Pager, that pager life that you lived. Oh, definitely lived that pager life. Oh, shit. Stalk, that stalker life. I mean, I think also. I feel like that is what your 20s are for. Yeah. In terms of... Pagers and stalking? Pagers and stalking. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, for sure. You're supposed to do crazy shit. Yeah. Which is why I I can't listen to people who are like, my ex is crazy. And it's like, well... That's what love does to you. Yeah. You, you, uh, when you are disappointed or hurt in love, you have reactions that you can't control. Totally. Because basically your drug yeah. has been cut off You're and not then you, you don't anymore. know what to do. Remember how awful that was when you get like, I couldn't sleep at night. Right. And cause everything would be a dream of them. Yo, yeah. That thing where you think you see them everywhere. Yeah. 
Oh, that's no the worst. When you're like, I, I, I was, it was because it was the nineties. I was already on diet pills. So mm, I already had the like obsessive. speedy, crazy obsessive. And then it was this thing of a person that didn't even live in Los Angeles. And I thought I saw I him t- everywhere. I totally get that. It or like terrible. hoped to. Ho- wanted to so badly. Like I'm at the DMV and maybe he'll happen to be there. And I mean, and then you're kind of like getting ready all the time because yeah. you have to be ready. Yeah. Maybe that's why I never get ready anymore. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'll like a, never go back. It's a fuck you to, <laughs> what was the guy's name? It's a, it's a fuck you to me ever seeming attractive again. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. mean, if, yeah, we could go on. We, we, I mean, that's, that's the podcast that's, name. That's the next podcast. We could go on. We could go on. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, 
Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Okay. This one is called I Survived Escape from Self-Storage. Oh, shit. What? Okay. So a friend, I love it. Just get into it. Yeah. A friend from was interviewed by, oh, shit. Hmm. I wonder what her friend was from because she left out a word. Oh. Okay, so a friend from was interviewed by I Survived for her story. Let's say high school. A friend from high school. Let's say high school. Um, they ended up not using her story, but mm-hmm. I thought you would enjoy hearing a, a story bummer. of female badassery anyway. Yep. Um, okay. <laughs> H-O-K-A-Y. Okay. Okay, so... We went to college in a pretty safe rural college down in the South. She was taking some classes over the summer, AKA she was pretty much alone because no one stays in town for the summer Mm -hmm. and was living in a house. um, She and her parents were renovating for future rentals Um, because they were renovating the house. She had a lot of stuff in a storage facility that she would frequently go to. One day she went out to her storage unit and a man jumped her. She fought like hell, but he threw her into a storage unit, ties her up, locked her uh-uh. in there and left. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Okay. Uh-uh. Being the badass she is, my friend managed to get out of no. the ties and began searching for a way out in the complete pitch black. No. That's what I was going to say. How creepy that is because it's basically like an empty room that's pitch black. Like you're never going to, your eyes will never get used to that blackness. Right. Uh, Yeah, because there's no evenness stream of light. Yeah. Okay. She somehow found an old flip cell phone. I don't know if you know this, but old flip cell phones have a special reserve battery so you can (gasps) call 911 even if the phone claims to be dead. No. Shit. Love it. Oh, bring block back flip phones. Yeah. Okay. The cops showed up, caught the guy as he was returning to the storage <gasps> unit. Afterward, they searched his car and it was filled with everything he needed to murder her and dispose of the body. Oh my God. I don't know. That was in all caps. That's why my inflection is what it is. Yeah. So very dramatic. I don't know if you believe in God, in a God, karma, or the great Lord's <laughs> Thulu. but i never know how to pronounce sethulu um but something happened that day in that storage unit and it saved my friend's life ss dgm ellis in parentheses female ellis is female 
That's oh my fucking God. amazing. What a badass. What so. a horrifying thing. Okay, here's the thing that made me think of. If you look it up on YouTube, you can. F- you, they teach you how you can break out of zip ties yes. on your hands. Have yes. you seen that? Is it the one where you clam your... F- what do you do? Um, if you tie your shoelaces together, right. you can... And you get your zip... I think that's how she did it. It was basically you rub the zip tie along something else to create friction. And you do it long enough, you can pop them. The plastic will like break apart. Yeah. There's one for duct tape, too. There's really? a video for having it. Oh, on that's that one yeah, where you that's, throw your arms up a certain yeah, way. Yeah, or you throw your arms into yourself or some shit. I think it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look it up. Listen. Why are we even, look. <laughs> We're not going to get it right. <laughs> but look it up because that's, I mean. Sure. That like low-key non-magic based escape tactics are good things to know how the to do. The more you know, the less you'll get killed. That's right. Probably. And also the more you know. NBC. NBC. Sing it. NBC. Something like that? Yeah. Um, is that it? That is oh, it. Oh, do you want to read this thing about... Uh, remember we were talking shit on the woman who jumped on that car while it was getting carjacked? Oh, yeah. And we were like, why did she do that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, someone is friends with her and she wrote us an email. Okay, the girl, her car was... Somebody was stealing her car right. and she ran... We saw the video where she ran out and jumped on the hood. On the hood of this huge SUV. Okay, so this says, hi, Karen and Georgia, and of course, Steven and the kitties. Mm, and, and the doggy. <laughs> no, it's okay. I can't I can't change horses midstream and then expect people to... to right. I'm the one that said... They didn't want to be talked about. Okay. In the middle of MFM Minnesota 29, y'all discussed a lady who jumped on top of her SUV when she was getting carjacked. As it turned out, uh, I know her and she is a vendor rep for the company that I used to intern at and was actually one of the sweetest and per- most personable reps that I worked mm-hmm. with. I'd had a meeting with her not even a week before the incident happened um, and about shit my pants when I saw her <laughs> badassery on TV. It makes sense to me that she would take such drastic measures to keep her car because she travels so much for work and keeps all her samples in the car. What? Um, she's a rep, a vendor rep, it says. So basically all her stuff she makes money off yeah. of was in her car. Yeah. And it probably took place in, uh, and the fact that it probably took place in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, so it could have very, it could have ended very badly. You want to roam those streets alone, you know, Jeff Dahmer and all. <laughs> Anyways, I just thought you guys would want to know a little backstory as to why she might have jumped on her car instead of letting it be carjacked. Thanks for this podcast. It keeps a lot of board college, board college students, interns entertained. Cheers, Ivy. Aww. Nice. That's, I like the knowing these stories about people. I love a little more information. A little more, little details. Um, if you have details or full stories or anything like what you just heard, send it to us at myfavoritemurder at gmail.com. Also, I think we're due for another, um, first responders nurses episode. Oh, yeah. So let's have those, put it in the title, right? yeah, that's subject. a good idea. First responders, nurses. Also, if you got an ER story, I don't mind one of those. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But, but it has to be, you know, not just like people had a like a whole telephone pole in their leg or whatever. Like not just medical. <laughs> I'm just picturing that. And it's like, what do you actually step on a telephone pole? I wasn't looking where I was going. I stepped on this telephone pole. Listen, I'm a giant. It's very difficult for me to walk into this emergency room because of how long this telephone pole is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Bye. Bye. Elvis, you want a cookie? <laughs> <laughs>